This call is being recorded. Hello and welcome to my show, Searching for Integrity. My name really is John Smith, and I'm searching for people with integrity. Why? Because our country suffers from IDD, Integrity Deficit Disorder. We have as our guest today, Bob Hassan, who is the author of Shortcuts, The Proven Path to Purpose, Excellence, and Calling. Bob, are you there? I'm here, John. Glad to be on your show. I'm glad that you're on my show as well. Um, it's a, um, you're, you're actually a, a basic, you're a leadership coach. I was reading and the type of book that you've written in shortcuts, there's probably a lot of leadership in there. Well, uh, there could be, uh, this book is basically written uh, in the Christian worldview. And what I'm attempting to do is help people understand their purpose and their calling in life. Well, I can, I can see that's a, um, uh, you've got a, do you have a, do you have an estimate of how many people are you going to uh, sell your books to? Well, John, I hope there's a lot of people listening to your podcast and they all buy a book. I think that would be great. It would be great. It would be terrific. I um, I looked over the things that you've done and how you've gone about it. And um, it's very likable. And in going through it, I looked at it and looked at it. And then guess what? I went over to Audible and bought your book on Audible. Well, great. Thank you. So I go for a, I'm now in living in Arizona. We just moved from Texas about three weeks ago. And I go for a, my own hike in the desert here and just outside of Tucson. And uh, it's a you 45-minute know, path. And uh, it's outstanding. I, I love it here. And uh, a lot of things come to me when I'm out by myself. Uh, and... You get an opportunity to think about things and the ones you like and the ones you don't like. It's beautiful country out there. It is. It is. And the great thing is that uh, I've, I, I weighed in under 179 pounds. I was up to 190. And um, I'm, I can't tell you how happy I am about that. That's a goal I've okay. had for a long time. Um, I wanted to notice that the part, elaborate a little bit about the readers, overcoming discontent and confusion. Well, John, I think that we have come through uh, the last couple of years of isolation and confusion. And I think this isolation has uh, borne discontent in people. Uh, the Wall Street Journal reported last month that 4.8 million people left their jobs and they, they called it the Great Resignation. And no one knows where people have gone. Uh, they've either retired or gone to a new career. And then recently in the journal, 
they reported a new phenomenon happening of people getting hired for jobs but not showing up to the jobs. And the employers are scratching their head because they've never seen anything like this. And I think what what we're seeing is this isolation and discontent continues even though the pandemic is waning. And I think the reader is looking for what is my purpose in life? I think this is a central question that people are asking. What is my purpose in life? What is my calling? Where am I, where am I destined to go? And I think the answer is in finding the fact that God has a divine purpose and plan for people's lives. Well, I don't doubt that at all. I think that there was another aspect of that paragraph that said, we'll show them how to embrace the process and experience the passion and purpose they were created for. That's right. And that's, I think, what, what you were just saying. And that's, uh, that, that comes, what goes around comes around. And uh, it, if, you, if, you, if you throw the seeds in the right manner, then you'll have a good crop. It's interesting that you say that. In Genesis 2-7, God breathes life into Adam. And the very next uh, thing that he says to Adam is, go tend to the garden or go to work. Mm-hmm. So work is a central piece of God's plan for us on the earth. And then if you fast forward into, uh, into the New Testament, in John 5-17, Jesus says, my father and I are always working. And so um, this... This whole work culture is, is so interesting in the Bible to, as, as we study it. And the way that I look at it, I see uh, so many people that are, you know, wondering why they're working and, and, and what the purpose of it is. And you and I both know, John, that we need to provide support for ourselves and our families and you know, our future legacy. And so work should be something that's joyful rather than a, uh, uh, as some people would say, a curse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wonder when there were certain parts I would read about the the shortcuts and you use the word hacks. Can you define a little better for me what hacks are? Well, (laughs) <laughs> in this new world, we hear about life hacks or if you're a gamer, cheat codes or the quick fix. And essentially, a life hack is someone who's looking for a way to get around the process or the journey in life faster. I have a friend who's a gamer and Evidently, you can buy a cheat code to get from one level to the next level or more levels. And I asked him, well, what happens if you're, for example, at level one and you buy a cheat code so that you can get to level five? And he said, oh, you get to level five and then you get killed all the time because you don't know, you're not fast enough and you haven't learned. I said, well, why don't you just go from level one to two to three to four to five? And he said, because it's so cool to be at level five. 
without having to put the work in. <laughs> and and I think that when we when we hear things like that, it makes us laugh because we know that you know during our our work life, if we're in an entry level position, we're probably not going to be passionate about sitting in a cubicle working on spreadsheets for 40 hours a week. But if we put the time in and get to know people within the organization, our passion can come from building relationships. And then after years and sometimes decades, we move into a position within a company or a new company that we become passionate about where we're really exercising our gifts all the way around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as as an individual climbs the ladder, let's say, and they're moving along towards something they've always had in front of them, but just couldn't quite make the, the grade. And sometimes people think that there's more learning to come before you get to that extra step. You have to be patient with your patient with yourself. Um, I know that the um, the SNL crisis that was certainly a, an experience for me. Yes. And uh, you know, I think that, and this includes me. I think everyone has a spiritual journey but they may not know it until some event time whatever makes it you know the, the water to boil you just don't know when well I agree with that in the AA model um they talk about people entering recovery when they've hit bottom. And for a lot of people, it takes, you know, hitting bottom to have a spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. And I know in your testimony that you had, you know, a spiritual experience as you were going through the SNL crisis and working to get yourself exonerated. Well, I can tell you, I prayed a lot. Yeah. I think it's interesting, John. I wonder, as you were going through that, was that a time when you gained clarity to understand that you were serving a higher purpose and that your circumstances, even though they were terrible, you found really what you were called to do through the experience? Oh, yeah. I, uh, I told myself many times, uh, you know, this, there's a reason for this. There's a reason for this. And that reason is still um, transforming. It's still, it's still coming out. It's still accomplished. 
accomplishing a lot of things that that uh, I'm looking at, for instance, uh, spiritual. Uh, and and many people and talk to many people about that as well. Uh, so I, well, I knew I at that time. Well, you go ahead. John, I think that what you're talking about in this process is exactly the reason that I wrote Shortcuts is because there is a process in life that, 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 that we need to go through a journey. And if we don't go through the, the highs and lows or the ups and downs or the triumph or the tragedy, however you'd like to say it, mm-hmm. we circumvent that process. And in my experience of 45 years of running a business, most of my learning has come from the mistakes I've made and the money that we've lost. This is where I've learned. And so I think I, I hear exactly what you're saying is that, that through, through this experience, you, you've achieved a different process that's ever evolving. And I think one of the things we want to do is continue to be learners, to be willing to shift and adjust, to be willing to learn as we go, no matter what our age is. Well, I certainly read a lot. And and there's a whole bunch of books here I haven't read yet. Uh, and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking I'm too busy to grab one and start to sit down and, you know, give it 30 minutes. It just, that's the way today is, I guess. Uh, you're in uh, people pulling you in one direction and noises pulling you in the other. And what people say, you ought to be listening to that. And what they don't say, you ought to be listening to that too. Um, and it's, uh, it's not easy to develop, uh, as you well know, to develop the person you want to be and the per- and the people around you, what they want to be, and you want them to be as well. I think that what's happened with the advent of social media is that people have developed an attention span of less than 10 seconds. And... As young people look at social media, or we all look at social media, we see a highlight reel of fancy vacations or private jets or yachts or a lifestyle that causes people to say to themselves, wow, I haven't made it yet. Like all these people that I'm looking at in my feed, which breeds an unsatisfactory feeling. I can't tell you how many conversations I've had with young people who are in their mid-20s who have said things like, I'm a failure because I'm not a millionaire yet. And uh, this was before I was on social media. And I would say, well, what? why would you think you should be a millionaire at 25? And, well, because everybody else is. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, less than 1% of us in America uh, are millionaires. And, and, but the perception in media and on social media is the opposite. So I think that this 
attention span and focus on social media rather than the real world has hampered a generation of people who are using social media into a false reality, which uh, uh, breeds unease. And I think the proven path to finding your purpose in life is the journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt about that. I know that um, I've had many, many, many times thinking about, well, I'm going to be this and I'm going to be that. And and things, you know, I, 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 I dream. I, uh, I don't have nightmares. I sleep well. I'm lucky for that. I, uh, but I do learn that and continue to learn that, that when others come, come around and we, we begin talking like we're talking here, that there's many things that, 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 that we wish we could just reach out there and, and say, hey, try it this way. Try it this other way, you know, but it's so, so amazingly powerful the social media is. It is. In my own life and in li- the life of many of my friends, it's taken multiple decades to build businesses to a, to a point where someone would look at it and say, that's a successful business. In my case, it took 30 years before we finally hit a home run. Mm-hmm. We, we bumped along for 30 years hitting singles and doubles and an occasional triple and then a double play. And, and it just took time to build the foundation to end up having a mature company. And there were so many times in that quest uh, to stay in business that it looked like it wasn't going to happen. And in my in my life, it was the reliance on God and having the faith and the ability to re- rely on Jesus that helped me to get through to the point where we've had a company for 45 years. And then, as that was happening... Uh, the most incredible surprise came to me that I would actually write a book and be able to say that I have a book published. I never used to write long emails, and and now I have books published. And that happened when I was 52 years old. So I think if people are listening, there's a long path that if you put one foot in front of the other and you go day after day and week after week and month after month and year after year and decade after decade, you'll see that this journey brings you to a place where you could have never imagined. Well, that's, that's happened to me more than once. Um, There's a comment here. One of your reviews, Bob Hansen's new book is a thought-provoking and honest work for anyone seeking purpose, passion, and perseverance. Perseverance was a name that a uh, word that I carried with me every day during that ordeal I went through. 
and it Not worked. Bad. It worked. That's that's how I got through it. it says in the in the book, these pages, Bob distills his wealth of experience into practical knowledge and fatherly wisdom that is sure to challenge you while also giving you keys to steward your calling. I highly recommend this book to anyone who's ready to move toward forward in their career and calling with confidence, clarity, and courage. That's pretty good. You've got pretty good reviews in here, Bob. I must have paid somebody, uh, you know, a good amount of money to write nice things about me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, you gave them something that they'd been looking for. And that's just, yeah. that's, that's like finding gold, you know? Well, my desire is that from the wealth of mistakes that I've made over all the years that I've been in business and been talking to people, uh, to, to, to put them down in a way that it seems encouraging for people. In the book, I've, I've interviewed five, six young people in their 20s and 30s who are on the road to this purpose and this journey. And we hear through their own voices their struggle and their triumphs. And and I think the story-based approach to understanding how people uh, view God and view their careers and, and view the ascent to whatever, however they define success is very, very interesting. I bet that's interesting on the level that as it passes from generation to generation, that it seems like the next generation has a different view of things. And sometimes that view is not very helpful. Um, and that's, uh, that's, that's a task right there is to get people. To look at that it is, another way. That is such a good point, John. I've noticed, I remember when I was young, and, uh, you know, my parents would say, that music you're listening to is terrible, and you need to learn discipline. And, 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 and I recognize that I did. I did need to learn discipline. But what I see now in the division in the country is a almost an age discrimination where young younger people are afraid of older people and older people are afraid of younger people when we have so much to give each other uh, as, as someone who's over 40 we can give wisdom and experience away and, and people who are under 40 can give us exuberance and enthusiasm and I think we need to get back to seeing and believing the best in one another as we move forward in this new world. The new world. I wonder. I'm, I'm going to be a part of that. And I think you are there too. There you go. I'm going to try. Yeah. Yeah. Bob, tell my audience, all my listeners, uh, where they can find your book and uh, places they can well places they can find it. You can find it at Bob Hassan H A S S O N dot com. 
There's a link at the website. And then you can find it anywhere books are sold, at Amazon. And if you buy it on Amazon, please read it and leave a review. I'd really, really appreciate it. I'm also fairly active on Instagram at bob.hassan. Well, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of... uh... Can you imagine a sequel? It's maybe a little early, but if there, there could be one out there. There could be. I, I've been so pleasantly surprised how how this this whole this is my third book, and and I'm I've been so pleasantly surprised in in this process. I never could have even imagined it or dreamed about it. You know, John, I'm a strategic planner. And every two years, I write a new strategic plan. And trust me, this was never in the strategic plan. <laughs> so, well, so surprise, I, surprise, I surprise. Exactly. <laughs> oh boy. Well, I'm going to uh, um, leave you now, my audience, and and you, Bob. It's been a pleasure to have you as my guest. John, thank you so much. I'm honored to be a part of your podcast and uh, all your listeners. Well, maybe we'll do this again someday. That'd be great. And I want to thank my listeners for tuning in. And I can't say thanks enough for those listeners. And tuning in to Searching for Integrity. So long. And happy trails to all.